Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thank you for tuning in today for what I think will be a fun topic. We're going to talk about permission slips, the attempts we make to get them from other people, and what we can do to give them to ourselves. So I was coaching someone the other day around family dynamics and relationship boundaries. And as we were peeling back the layers, we got into the real issue that was getting in the way, which was that she was trying to make decisions in her life to get other people to see her in a certain way. She wanted to do the quote, right thing to get friends, family, and acquaintances to think that she was good or okay, or that they wouldn't think that she was bad, wrong, a failure, or insert here all the horrible things that we think people will think about us. And don't we all do this? At some point or another, we try to get people to approve of us. We try to vie for the approval of others. All the things that we do that essentially communicate, see me and see that I'm okay. So this woman that I was coaching wasn't actually undecided about what she wanted to do. She knew what decisions she wanted to make. She was just worried what other people would think of her if she did what she wanted to do. And as we were processing through this, the conversation turned to some examples of public figures who shocked us all by living their own lives. You all probably are familiar with a certain royal couple who said no thanks to familial expectations of living the royal life and being public figures. Um, And then there was another public figure who unapologetically talked about her divorce. And I feel like I need to insert a disclaimer here. I am not supporting, condoning, or encouraging divorce. I'm not taking any stance on divorce. I merely want to use this as an example. So stick with me. I had watched a seminar that this woman had done about um, her divorce, and someone had asked the question in the chat box about, you know, why she asked her why she had gotten a divorce. And she said, look, I'll answer this again, but I've already given my reason. People just don't like it. Wait for it. This is what she said. I got divorced because I wanted to. You guys, we're going to pause here. Because I wanted to period, the end, no explanation, no justification, no rationalization. And I was like, hold on, like, stop the bus. Like, no one in life ever gave me a permission slip that said, hey, you get to live your life based on what you want, whatever it is that you want. And now, I'm not promoting hedonism, but most of us know the difference between the still small voice of truth within us and then that voice of just recklessness, right? But, but the point I want to make today is that we rarely allow ourselves to live in alignment with that still small voice. We do or don't do plenty of things for a lot of reasons like people pleasing, proving ourselves. We do things out of obligation, but rarely do we do things just because I want to? And then we wonder why we're not happy or why we're discontent in life. We wonder why we don't know who we really are. We don't know what fulfills us. We don't know what sets our soul on fire. We don't know these things. We don't have these things because we spend so much time doing things for external reasons that cut us off from ourselves. And a lot of times we don't even see it. We don't even know it. If we are not doing intentional mind management work on the daily, we will not see how unintentional we are being. 
in order to live our lives on purpose, we have to make time to see what's going on in our brains. And so, for example, a way that this would look, if you're wondering, like, what does mind management look like? What am I doing on the daily? Well, let me give you a couple of of ways you can do this. So one is if you're if you have a nagging feeling, if you have a feeling that's been lingering around sadness, anger, depression, loneliness, whatever it is, if you have a nagging feeling or if you have a a situation that you've been ruminating about, something happened at work, something happened with a friend and you find yourself ruminating about this, pull out a piece of paper and write down what happened. So whether it's a feeling that's bothering you or you're ruminating about something, if you're feeling upset about something, think back to the situation that you think that you're upset about. So you're going to write down what happened, and then you're going to write down all of the things that you're telling yourself about what happened. So let's say you um, you had an interaction with a coworker, and you left it feeling some discontent or like shamey feelings were coming up, like something fell off. So you would write this down, like write down, had conversation with coworker. My coworker said this, I said this in response. They said this in response. I said it in response. You want to get down exactly what happened. Like if you had a camera on the wall, looking at what happened today, you want to write it down, like what the camera would be seeing. And then you want to go on and tell your, and then start writing down all of the stories that you're telling yourself about this. So I said words, coworker said words, I said words. That's what happened. The story I'm telling myself is all the things I'm making it mean. Oh, I sounded so stupid. I wish I had said this. She probably thinks that I'm a horrible person or she probably thinks I'm really stupid, whatever these things are. So once you can identify the story that you're telling yourself, you can then start to see that the feelings that are coming up are created by that story, right? And there are going to be lots of stories in there. Like one event happened and you're going to have a whole bunch of sentences in your head about that story. And you want to just pick one. You know, if the story that I'm telling myself is, oh, she probably thinks I'm an idiot, right? I might have a feeling of regret or I might have a feeling of guilt or shame or whatever feeling that thought brings me, that's what I want to focus on. Because then what you all know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that feelings drive your actions. So when you can see what your feeling is, you can see, okay, what did I do or not do from that feeling, right? If I was feeling shame or I was feeling regret or I was feeling anger, just ask yourself, like, what do I do when I'm feeling regret because I think that I looked really stupid to this person, Right. And then you can list all the things, all the things. What do you do? There can be 16 things you list. What do you not do? And then you can see the results that you get, right, when you take these actions because you have that thought. And here's the fun part about this, because <laughs> this is fun. This is, I promise it is fun because you will start to see that you get so much more agency over your life. The fun part is you get to really see what your thoughts are creating in your life, right? And when you can see what your brain is doing, you can see how a thought in your brain is creating your life and your reality and your experiences and your results in your life, then you can also see that, well, let me back up. So when you, two things, when you can start to see the power that your thoughts have, This is like what we talked about in episode um, on Take Back Power. So you can go back and listen to that. Like we can really remember that we are empowered. We have so much power over our lives, even when we don't think we do, because we have power over our thoughts, 
right? And so then you know that your thoughts create your feelings. And so you no longer have to seek permission slips from other people to live your lives. Like you get to approve of yourself. That feeling that you get when you think that somebody approves of you or that feeling that you get when somebody agrees with the decision that you're making or says the magic words that you were looking for, whatever feeling that creates, because you think a thought like, I'm okay because this person has told me I'm okay. I can do this thing because this person has given me permission to do it. Whatever that thought is creates a feeling. And the good news is you can create that feeling on your own. You don't have to wait for permission from somebody else. And here's fun fact number two about doing the daily mind management is that when you really start to learn and see how your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions and your actions get your results, you also start to make the connection that the same thing is true for other people. So those people that we think we're trying to please or we're trying to earn approval from, their approval or lack thereof is based on what? Think about this. I want to get you wrong. I want you to give you the opportunity to answer this question. Their approval or lack thereof is based on what? Is it based on who we are, what we do, what we say? No, an emphatic no. Their brains are doing the same thing as ours are. Their brains work the same way. Their feelings towards you are based on a sentence in their brain. Pause here. So it has nothing to do with you. That quote that you've heard many times that what you think of me is none of my business, it's actually really true. They don't have opinions and thoughts about you because of anything you've done. They have opinions and thoughts about you because their brains fed them a thought, right? So we're trying to vie for their approval, get their attention, get them to give us some green light go in life. But really, whatever their response is to us is based on a thought in their head. It's based on their own mind management. It's based on their own brains. It has nothing to do with us. So we spend a lot of time trying to control what's happening in their brain so that we can get approval to figure out how we're going to live our lives. And when we start to realize that, we start to think it's a little bit of wasted time, right? It's just not necessary to get us what we want. So I want to go back to the story from earlier about the public figure who got a divorce. There was a follow-up comment during the webinar that some people who had been married for decades had some negative judgments about her divorce. Her response, let them judge me. She was like, I'm paraphrasing here, but she was like, I'd rather love myself and let them judge me than try to be someone who they want me to be. Because again, reference the point I was just making, their judgment has zero to do with her getting a divorce. Their judgment is based on the thought in their brain and they get to feel the feels and experience the results of that thought. She doesn't have to, and neither do you. Like, how exciting is that? Somebody's judgment of me is based on, if they have a judgmental thought and they feel judgment, anger, resentment towards me, they can have that, right? I don't have to have that. I get to choose to have a thought about what they say or think about me, and then I can have my own feels. But if they want to feel judgment and live in that world, let them. I can live a life of freedom. Like, how much fun is that? But this is where the work comes in, though. 
you have to do the mind management work so that you can see where you are unconsciously living out of alignment and seeking those permission slips rather than giving yourself permission to live your life. And I think it's worth noting that the coaching session I referenced earlier did not start out as a conversation about family dynamics and relationship boundaries. On the surface, she thought the issue that she was working through was a decision that needed to be made around a potential job change and house move. But this is just a great example of how fascinating our brains are. She had to be guided through the flurry of thoughts that were coming up about this job change and move to get what was really blocking her from moving forward. It wasn't the thought like, quote, this is a, a big change that will impact the areas in my life. Like that's what, that's what she thought she was working through. She thought she was thinking, hey, this is a really big deal. And when I make a decision about this job change, it's going to have impact over my housing in the next 18 months, my potential kids, my career, it's going to have all of these impacts. And she thought that's what was getting in the way of making a decision. But really, it was this thought that I know, I know what I want to do, but people will think poorly of me. I mean, and there were several offshoots of that. Like, I know what I want to do, but if I do that, it makes me a bad daughter, right? I know what I want to do, but if I do that, people are going to judge me and think things of me. So, she, uh, but again, on the surface, if it was just unobserved, she just thought she was feeling some angst and stress about an upcoming decision about a life change she had to make. But really, it, there was not angst about making that decision. She knew what she wanted. She was just afraid to do it because she was worried about what people would think of her. So here is your friendly public service announcement. We must supervise our brains. Otherwise, we've got toddlers at the steering wheel of our lives, and that doesn't usually bode well for us. At least it doesn't bode well if we're trying to live intentionally. So my challenge to you all this week is to be your own permission slips. Stop looking for, excuse me, stop looking to others for approval. Stop looking to others for reassurance. Stop looking for permission from someone outside of you. This is how we get unblocked. This is how we live a life on purpose that we want to be living. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.